You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School, episode 238, Small Bites from Pure Professor, Expanding Luck with Mirrors, with special guest Catherine Metz. Welcome to episode 238 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. You can visit us there on our website, mindfuldesignschool.com. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for special free workshops, events, and different opportunities available only to our newsletter subscribers. So before we get started with today's podcast episode, I wanted to share some marketing with you. One is we hope you're on our newsletter list and you can join our newsletter by visiting us at mindfuldesignschool.com. And on the main page, there's an opt-in box for the newsletter list, or you can look in the show notes on whatever app you're listening to the podcast on. Because starting pretty soon, I think probably in a couple of weeks, within a couple of weeks, we're doing a special autumn equinox challenge for our newsletter subscribers. So it'll automatically be included in your newsletter subscription. And we're going to start that at the end of August for five weeks. Every week we'll have a little feng shui tip and challenge to prepare you for the autumn equinox. And it'll and on the autumn equinox. So that'll be fun. So we hope you'll join us and participate in that. And also we have a giveaway going on right now where it's also for our newsletter subscribers for a free home mini consultation that will be a podcast episode. And how to enter is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts for this podcast. And then join our mailing list. And on our mailing list, there'll be a form where you could submit a screenshot of your review and your email address to be entered for that giveaway. So we hope all of you will participate in that. So today we have a special guest. We have Catherine Metz, and we're also doing something special. We thought we would start and try out a possibly new monthly episode with Catherine. And so this is our first go at it. Let us know if you like it. It's titled Small Bites from Pure Professor. And the topic of this episode is expanding luck with mirrors. So if you don't know Catherine Metz, but you should know Catherine Metz, she's been on quite a few of our podcasts. She is one of our feng shui mentors and Mindful Design Feng Shui School is delighted to welcome Feng Shui Master Teacher Catherine Metz. Catherine is the founder and creator of Feng Shui Storyboard, and over the years, she has chronicled His Holiness Grandmaster Professor Linyan's teachings as succinctly as possible. She's a virtual repository of knowledge and wisdom, both ancient and modern, and now she's expertly sharing her firsthand account of 25 years with professor and over 40 years of experience as a practitioner, teacher, and mentor with the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. So we're excited to announce this collaboration with Catherine. We have an advanced level training program called Pure Professor, and you can learn more about that on our website or look in the show notes. But we hope you will enjoy this chat with her. 
it's inspired by a newsletter that Catherine offered over the years called Small Bites. So we thought we would give you a little nibble of those small bites <laughs> on the podcast. So welcome, Catherine. Thank you both for, for having me. And I love the idea of nibbles of small bites. <laughs> that was really fun. A bite of a bite. Yeah. A bite. mini bite. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but those, those, uh, I remember when, when I was receiving them or when we, when I was, cause I was on your list and they, there's so much information in them. And we just thought that they're such a great resource and they're so well done in again, bite-sized forms that they would make a perfect, like perfect content for us to discuss and talk about on the podcast. Yes, absolutely. So today we wanted to talk about mirrors and specifically about mirrors and how well I we titled this episode expanding your luck with mirrors which is part of it but really underneath that I think all three of us have seen that in general people have this really kind of superficial view on mirrors that isn't based on what a mirror actually embodies, like the qualities of a mirror, because every all of us in modern times know what a mirror is, but they may have some kind of judgment that's placed on a mirror because they've heard this and that about, like from somewhere on the internet about feng shui. And what I really appreciated about this particular small bite was that Catherine and Professor are challenging us to consider that we can look a little bit differently instead of having a very very rigid definition of how a, a mirror can be used in our lives. Instead, how can we really start to look at what that word means, what an actual mirror, like holding in your hand, what that may embody, how a mirror has been in your life how we use mirrors on a daily basis and to not just look at how mirrors can maybe push things away, but instead how they can maybe expand, how they can invite, how they can bring light. So many different ways to look at this potentially very magical object, right? Yeah, it's, it is, it is magical. And I've seen it work over and over again in, in ways that we would never have thought of before we heard these nuances from professor. So he's always giving us the other side of things and he's allowing us to see with our yin yang eyes what we might not have read in a book, you know, about feng shui. Or, and so that's what I love about these small bites. It gave me the opportunity to really just bring out those moments where we all just sat with him and went, wow, <laughs> really? <laughs> and, and then to be able to use it in practice, really wonderful. And I, I love, I love these. I love this particular one. I'm glad you chose this one. Good. And I love how you wrote in your newsletter at that time, you said our world is changing and it's still changing now. And so should our acceptance of rules that exist or that, or think things that we've rules that we've imposed on ourselves. Right. And especially a question that we get a lot, right, Laura is, is a mirror okay in the bedroom? Like there's so mm -hmm. much fear around that. Yeah. And so I think that's why in class, we were all so surprised when he when he started speaking about this use of a mirror, about putting a mirror on the wall at the end of your bed. I mean, I think we all, you know, sat back for a moment and 
And when he started to speak, I could feel it in my bones that we needed to understand this better because he said, you can put a mirror on the wall at the end of your bed so that when you sit up in the morning, you can see yourself and you can see what you need to do for the day, what your plans are for the day. You can see if you need to adjust your, your own chi. You can see if you need to speak to a certain person. The mirror will reflect back to you everything you need today for the, this day or the next day or the next month or the next year. So it's always giving you information. And in that place, you can also say, okay, well, if I woke up with a bad dream and I'm feeling really sad or mad or whatever the feeling is that you'd rather not walk through your day with, you can ask the mirror to absorb that chi from you. So the mirror can absorb and dissolve the anger or the fear that you woke up with. And so we can use it in that way too, to get messages and also to help us adjust our own chi. And I think, you know, Laura and Angie, you and I have had this discussion about how important it is right now in this world we live in to adjust our chi and to become really noble people and make decisions that bring benefit to more and more people in a world that's very divided. So the mirror is right there every morning to help us do that. Yeah, I find a lot of people are very resistant to mirrors. I think the reason is they're afraid to see themselves. Like when I talk about like maybe even putting a mirror in front of your desk to expand your view, which is, this is in line. It's the same concept, like putting a mirror in front of your bed to expand your view. But people are afraid to look at themselves. Like it could be as basic as I don't want to see how I look when I wake up in the morning, right? And yeah. I can understand that. What What do you think, Laura? Yeah, I can understand that. But I think if you feel though, that you're continually waking up sad, or you have, you know, you feel that this almost morning meditation, this, ref- this self-reflection, literal self-reflection <laughs> in the morning is something that would benefit you as a daily practice. I could see it being useful because sometimes people think, oh, well, I'm going to, you don't, I mean, you can try it and see how it feels too. And, and instead of thinking of a mirror as something that can be dangerous or fearful, which it's not just in feng shui, it's in many cultures that is this, this concept of the mirror, but you can also in many cultures use it to your benefit and changing that mirror from something that you need to worry about to something that is your friend, like that is helpful to you, right? So it's helpful now and that it will help you with self-reflection on many levels. And so I'm trying to imagine myself if I were feeling I feel like mirrors and they do provide this kind of clarity and we have other adjustments that we use mirrors that are similar in this way that if I were struggling with clarity, with direction, with a cloudy kind of perception every time, I feel like this would resonate with me to try. Well, it's interesting that you say that if, if something was repeating itself over and over again, because I think when he first talked about this use of the mirror, it was in response to a woman standing up in class and complaining and then asking for an answer, but not listening to the answer. And she just kept complaining. And it was one complaint after another. And he said to her, I want you to put a mirror on the wall at the end of your bed. (laughs) (laughs) So 
I think she would then see herself complaining. Well, actually, her response to that, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It was something like, well, I'll just see how ugly I look in the morning. And, mm. and you know, I can't get the right person to fix my face. And I can't. It was more complaint. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was a very in that moment that he spoke of this nuance use of a mirror. The the reasoning showed right up there mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in its ability to be used in this way. And it's hard. That's hard work that he get, you know, and I mean, I know that wasn't the only time he's done things that turned out to be hard work. I mean, that's, that's hard work, especially for clearly for her, he hit the nail on the head because it was something that was obviously very difficult for her to, to really, as people say, took a, take a long, hard look at yourself. Like, yes. how are you showing up? Right. Yes. It's it, a lot of people don't want to do that. And, and it's, it's actually, if you go with it, I think with kindness and with gentleness and no, I'm going to do this so I can sounds cheesy, but like, I can love myself more, which is, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and say, Hey, okay. It's like almost like the feng shui version of that, but it's less, you know, you, you can just, just do a quiet reflection. I think it's, it can be quite beautiful, but also again, as I said, it's not easy work. It's not, it's not, it's, it's, and it's yet, you can also at the same time, ask the mirror to be your friend and take some of that complaint and dissolve it for you. Oh, so yeah. yes. that's a piece of that. That's really beautiful. You know, I'm going to share something about myself. Before I started studying feng shui, I had a time in my life where I was really, 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 really depressed. And Laura and I were just talking about the word affirmation. And I kind of like feel a little icky about affirmations. But the truth is I I was desperate. I was like, I'm desperate. I need to do something to shift because I'm, I was so unhappy that I actually, I was like, okay, I'm going to get up in the morning and look in the mirror and say affirmations that I think are really stupid, but I did it. And I think it worked. I'm still here. And I don't think I've ever been in a place so low that I was. And so that's really resonating with me. And I don't, I mean, I don't share that with a lot of people, but it's like, it's, it is, it's a big step because even like I said, with people at their desks, when I when I suggest, cause you know, it's easy to give a adjustment for a, your career, I think, because it's not so personal, at least for a lot of our followers. And I think that what often comes up though, is people say, oh, I don't, I don't want to see myself. And, and I've worked on plenty of people's homes as, a, as an architect or designer where they say, well, I don't want to, I don't really want to see myself. But to me, it's like, well, don't you want to go outside and know that you're wearing black and not you know, Navy or something. I don't know. Right. You want, I want to know that my whole outfit works because if you only see a part of yourself, you're only seeing a part of yourself, like that you show to the world. And, and most of us have no idea what we look like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I turn off the self view on uh, zoom. I'm not going to lie to you. The little, so I don't see myself. I think I do I'm that. tired of, I, I'm t- I, Zoom has become the, I, I don't think it, it's the same as a mirror, but I feel like I, I need to have change my relationship with Zoom. Oh, really? You, so you're going to, I just, gonna, uh, I just, like- I hide myself view. I think I'm just tired of fixing my hair all the time. Like I'm just always like, no, you know what? I don't even look at the person I'm talking to. I just look at myself. I know that's what I'm talking about. I know that's... it's a hard one to navigate. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's not right. It's right. It's very weird. I know. So I, I've, I've starting to, it's like the opposite. It's like, I'm starting to hide myself view on this because I'm, I'm obsessing about myself in this. 
So it's yeah, just world. Well, I think that I, you know, this is also a big conversation. I think that may be shifting now that people are so accustomed mm-hmm. to seeing their own view, their own face a lot on Zoom or on not just Zoom, but any kind of like FaceTime or whatever we're we're doing and all the selfies. Now all the filters you can put on it when you right. do it too, you can make yourself show up like you look like you put your makeup on and you didn't. But but what Catherine mentioned before we got on the call was there's there's a truth to a mirror too that it tells you something and and there's an importance in feng shui when we do talk about a mirror we're actually usually referring to a mirror that is a true reflection and it actually mirrors what's in reality. So we're not talking about obscured mirrors or mm-hmm. distorted mirrors. We're talking about a flat mirror. And there are occasions where you use like concave or convex mirrors, but in general, when we say a mirror, we'll specify if it has some kind of obscuration to it. And it's an interesting conversation, right? Like how things even now are shifting with this idea of a mirror. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I was just thinking about our sun moon mirrors, you know, and with the moon on one side and the sun on the other side and, and I use this all the time. If I'm worried, I'll shine the moon side on just on me. And if I need more vitality, I'll use the sun side. So it's just a simple, you know, yin yang. Well, it's not a simple, it is simple, but it's, it's simple, but powerful, but but powerful. Yes. Yeah. Things can be both. And easy to (laughs) use, you know, so I love this too. And I, and I also love the idea that, did we talk about this or I, Maybe it was just with the two of you about the mirror will accept an image. And then when that image goes away, the mirror is left as itself. And so in the Buddhist tradition, it's we all can become like a mirror. Um, We can see what's coming our way. We can reflect upon it, but we don't have to be changed by it. We don't have to get angry about it or sad about it. We can maintain um, our vitality and our decorum and our compassion. We don't have to be, you know, swung back and forth by those images that we've taken. So mm-hmm. I think it's useful to think about it in that way as well. Yeah. And you wrote in your newsletter or in the small bite, you said that this, the mirror allows you to reflect upon your life and perhaps, you know, shift anything, but it does give you that clarity. Well, just to kind of close up our first nibble of a small bite (laughs) from Pure Professor. I wanted to also let the listeners know, one is Catherine referenced the sun moon mirror. So if you're a practitioner, you a B2B practitioner, you're already familiar with the sun moon mirror, but Catherine sells sun moon mirrors on her website. And I also sell Catherine's sun moon mirrors on my (laughs) website that Catherine created. And so it's a mirror that is two-sided and has sunlight. It's absorbed sunlight on one side and moonlight on the other. And so those are available for purchase. And I also want to let everyone know, just because we're talking about putting mirrors at the foot of your bed, that doesn't mean that everyone listening to this call (laughs) should go put a mirror at the end of their bed, because I don't think the three of us would not have put a mirror at the end of their bed right now. Right? No, I, that's why I was saying, I was saying if I felt like I needed it, like I going exactly. through the motions in my head, I would probably do it. So I think if this resonates with you and you're hearing this going, you know, I do 
that like it'll just click like feng shui adjustments are just like that like when you listen to things or hear different things and you hear it you're like oh my god i gotta do that right now and other ones are like mm, no i'm not gonna oh, do but that. i just want to make it clear <laughs> we're not suggesting that you go put a mirror at that exactly bed. but no. if this appeals to you or something exactly. like pulled at your heart and this is resonating with you you could even maybe pull up a mirror and see how it feels at the end of your bed and and hopefully we all have someone in our life like professor and this student who has a bravery to tell us when we should do this, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an interesting piece to this. Are, you know, are we brave enough to say to a friend or to a person requesting help? It, it takes some bravery. <laughs> it's not always easy. And, and it, it, it always comes from our heart with deep compassion if we've been asked to help. So I have to just trust that and all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Catherine, for joining us and, and trying out this small bite and sharing and allowing us to share part of your repository of wisdom with the world. Also, listeners, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every week for a new episode if you like our podcast in this episode please share it with others. Visit our website, mindfuldesignschool.com. You can learn more about our feng shui certification course that's now open for enrollment and also Catherine's advanced teachings that are available soon for enrollment. And we hope you'll join our mailing list and join us for the upcoming challenge we have and our giveaway. And I can't keep track of all the promotions we have right now. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.